Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink Your Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 161. How are you doing tonight? Glad you could be here. Brian, how are you doing? Jim, I'm doing quacktastic. <laughs> well, good night, everybody. It's been fun. Jim! But yeah, so I don't know when the hell this video is coming out, but uh, we got sent a bunch of uh, cool duckies. Uh, the Tubbs line from Numbskull Designs. So uh, we have a video on these that'll be coming out. So yep. these are actually pretty damn cool. You'll see our full thoughts there. So they're the new little mascots in our background. Yeah. <laughs> and way better than Funkos. Yeah. Way more detail. And they're rubber duckies. But yeah. they don't float. So well, they kind of float. They all float down here. I was about to say that, too. <laughs> I think it's like the only thing you can say after that at this point. <laughs> Um, so Jambers, so we also, it's now May and the last podcast, we talked about this. We're in no IPA May. Yep. So the movement that Bryce started last year, uh, basically we are not drinking any IPAs throughout the month of May. And we encourage you to join us in doing the same. There's a ton of other beer out there for the love of God. Try something different. So even though, even though there's a ton of people who hate IPAs, yeah. Especially like in our audience, like it's not like a hardcore beer audience, luckily. So yeah, like there are more than willing to not do that. So yeah, tonight we are drinking from the Levante Brewing Company out of Westchester, PA. So pretty local to us. Yep. The uh, Drakenstadt, the Fest beer. So it is a Mars and Lager. Comes in at what was that? Four point eight percent alcohol. Yeah, and I like, I like how many beers have this. Keep cold, drink fresh. So the, this being a fest beer means it was from at least last season during the the fall timeline. So yeah, I have a feeling this was a, a clearance item, possibly. It was not marked as clearance. <laughs> now, it might have been cheaper than some of the other four packs that were out there, but hey, who's to say? Hey, I'm a huge fan of Fest beers, and I'm actually now just thinking, because I already had all those reviews for all the other ones, um, I'd love to find this next year so I can add to the list. So far, it's pretty good. I mean, that's the thing about Fest beers. They're the seasonal drinking beer of fall. Right. Luckily, our weather's so goddamn stupid recently that... It's one day in the 70s and next day in the 40s. So it almost feels like fall sometimes. So I guess it kind of goes right now. I wouldn't highly recommend this during spring or summer because it does start to sit heavy. But still, it's got, it's pretty good. It's like a little bit more malt heavy, but it's not bad. Yeah, it's a solid lager. And you know me, Bri. You know, I don't learn my lesson. So uh, as we did before on Patreon, I did a hot chip challenge thing. So we are at uh, Five Below the other day, and the wife was like, oh, I got you a surprise. So they had the Packy's Ghost Pepper Chips. Now, it's from Five Below, so you're thinking it's not going to be that dangerous. And was not nearly like the hot chip at all, as you'd expect, but it's it's fighting back right now. My, my <laughs> tummy is hurting. So this is giving me a nice little coating on there. Oh, that eating like a pig all day has not been able to help. So This guy. Sue's, right, it's like Drunk Mylana. He's soothes the soul. You know what it is? He's that kid that just kept touching the outlet, like ow, ow, ow. I'm Bart with the cupcake. Yeah, exactly. You, uh, I have a couple little clips. Maybe I'll edit together as a Patreon exclusive. Don't expect anything long. It'll be like three minutes, but yeah, I mean, nothing with me goes longer than three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn it, Jim. Don't you Eminem me an eight mile? Don't take away what I can burn you with. <laughs> Like yelling at me at movies before I even get a chance to laugh. Oh, <laughs> I will take. I will gladly take away your joy any chance I can. So yeah. Um, first of all, this is we're recording right now. It's only the second. We've already had uh, six or eight submissions for no IPA May. So really, really want to thank you guys. All you have to do to join us use hashtag no IPA May. It's easier if you tag us as well, but if at least you use a hashtag, we check it daily and show us what kind of non-IPA beer you're enjoying this month because that's really what it's about. We want to say there's other styles out there. We know everyone loves their hazies and doubles, but you know what? There's other better things. Jim last year kind of started to fall in love with stouts a little bit. Stouts and porters did a lot of them. So. Yeah. And yeah, at the end of the month, we'll pick a random winner to win a prize. 
Maybe it'll be like our 8-bit inspired controller shirt. Maybe it'll be something else. Who knows? Yeah. No matter what, there will be a surprise. But yeah, at the end of the month, we may, I may almost, Jim, try to keep a running tally on a weekly basis. And I haven't decided today, but run a little voting thing for our fans to vote on what they think is the best picture. Oh, all right. Jim, what's going to win? Creativity or Bob's? Man, I apologize in advance. <laughs> Jim, you don't trust. Because our... I know what I'm voting for. <laughs> I didn't say dongs. I said Bob's. That's what I meant. <laughs> I'm voting for... You put a you put a nice smooth cucumber outline in for me, you know, <sighs> next to a fine little uh, lager. Who knows? Might get a vote. Damn it, Jim. God. Damn it. Taste a rainbow, Brian. Taste a rainbow. So, if you're watching this video, we also just got done recording our level 50 club update for April and. Jim, um, we're gonna be spamming so many goddamn hashtags in this. We apologize in advance for the month of May. Jim, everyone spams hashtag. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But here's my question to you: Is uh, what have you been playing? And for God's sakes, it better not be Game Boy or Game Boy Advance. Oh, um, well, I finally finished off Castlevania: Circle of the Moon. Speaking of Game Boy Advance, so I was playing it through the Game Advance collection on the Switch. Uh, I talk about it more in depth, but very solid Metroidvania game. Really enjoyed it. Loved the music. Blast boss battle was a bitch, but I recommend playing it. Nice. And of course, I am playing a lot of these this year. I immediately jumped into one of my resolution games, which is Metroid Dread. And so far, I'm like an hour and a half in. I'm really enjoying it. The Emmys are a pain in the ass. So <laughs> they, they live up to what they were hyped as. But so far, yeah, it's solid Metroid game. Yeah, I speaking of resolution, and I've mentioned it already throughout the year, uh, Witcher 3, I kind of fell back in love with it, and I've dedicated like six hours. I think I hit that point where now I recognize, like, oh, we're setting up for the big battle, and it's getting me, like, re-excited. So now I'm really, like, blasting through. I'm doing something you probably do already in all your games, but, like, certain dialogues, like, I just skip a lot. Oh, yeah. Where... Before, I would watch them all, and I'd listen to the story. But, like, if it's not related to the main game ending, I'm kind of like, I don't need to hear about your problem of your lost brother. I'll go kill the creature that stole him. We're good. Yeah. Um, You know what game I decided, I, like, I needed a little break, because it's basically been Witcher 3, Dead by Daylight. Um, I wanted to go through, I was like, you know what, I haven't actually played Final Fight in so long. Oh. I wanted to go through those. All right. The original on Super NES, it's goddamn hard. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, am I this bad or is it this hard? No, I mean, like, it's basically a... I mean, it's dumbed down, but it is a port of the arcade game, so it's basically a quarter muncher, so... And, and you know... It is not it is not as fleshed out for a console like Streets of Rage is. No, so it's like you get five lives normal and then three continues. I don't know if you can continue after that, but, like, I, I do save states because the one boss especially, like, literally took, like, all five lives, and you have to restart the beginning of the stage. It's a pain in the dick, and I, I want to play through it because I really want to experience it because we've talked about it before. I actually think there are some things that that game does better in Street to Rage. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, I don't. I can't say I don't know if I'm going to beat it. I'm sure I'm just too stubborn to give up on it. But I hit this, like, level where I'm like, okay, this is way too fucking hard. Like, what the hell? And I, I thought it was going to be easy, like Street to Rage, like half an hour, 40 minutes. Like, oh, I'll blast through it. Nope. No. So, yeah, that's my other little side project as I go through Witcher. Nice. But, Jambers, um, speaking of going through games... I know we already mentioned last episode, our buddy Lucas, he's already up to 57 Jesus. out of 100. So for those who have been following us, you know, he was at 50 games by February. I think he announced two or three weeks ago he was gonna, going for the 100. Going for the going 100. For 100. He's up to 57. And once again, he's not just doing easy games. Lucas, you're a madman. I want to see some more beer in your life and not as many games. So you're going to hit 100. 
but I want to see uh, I want to see more submissions for no IPA May. Yeah, I'm happy to be halfway through in May. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's a good pace. But yeah, no, we've had plenty of people follow along with us, and once again, just use hashtag Level Fifty Club so we we can add you to a list. We enjoy seeing what you guys are playing. Excuse me, but the bulk majority seem to be our Patreons and uh, or patrons. I don't know why I can't stop saying that. But it's been, it's been years, Brian. But Jim, you know me. Once I get a, once I get a saying in my head, I'm not going to change. I know. I'm listen. I'm a rebel. What can I say? <laughs> rebel, retard. What are letters? What are words? Damn it, Jim. What? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> but speaking of rebels, patreoncom slash play game. Where for as little as two dollars a month. All right, you can buck the train, and you can give us money and ask us a question on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. And speaking of Patreons, we our new bonus episode will probably be up either, well, probably not by the time this goes up, right? Or maybe? It'll probably be by the end of this week. Okay, so this is coming out the week of May 2nd, so we'll be dropping this week. Yep. We talk about the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie, so five bucks gets you access to that. But back to our patrons. First up, from Game Whisperer Dean. Any buyer's remorse recently on any gaming-related purchases? You know, I have a weird one, and I don't know if I would fully say remorse. Do you remember when I did that um, first impressions of Ground It? Yeah. The, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids clone? Yeah. I liked it. I think I right away was like, oh, I'll pay whatever to 20, 30 bucks for it. I haven't played it since then. It's one of those games, like... I'm always like, it's not that I didn't like it, but another like open world, craft all your shit, just isn't appealing to. Maybe because we're doing level fifty club, it's not helping. Right. Um. But I kind of regret like going balls into it, like buying it, because I just haven't gotten around to it at all. Right. It's not like I got it on sale and I knew I was gonna get to it. No, I was like full fledged, and I just haven't touched it. So, a little remorse that like I I jumped the gun on that one. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat with Astral Chain. Like, um, like it's good. Don't get me wrong. But I, I've already, like, as I started playing it, and I paid full price for it. So I started playing it, and I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. But then it kind of, like, started to seep in where it's like, oh, it's another Platinum Games, like, stylized beat-em-up with, like, a little gimmick in it. Yeah. So it's it's not like it's bad. It's just I've been here before. And I, like, kind of moved on to some other games for the level 50 shit. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll go back to it eventually. Maybe just to get my money's worth, I'll go back to it. But I think it didn't help when I looked up how long it took to beat it. And I was like, oh, it's going to take you 30 hours. It's like, man, I don't want to do this shit for 30 <laughs> hours. Fuck. So that, I got some remorse there. I could have either skipped it or waited on that for a long time. You know what? Actually, I thought of one other one. Fuck you, limited run games. I did not realize how long it takes to get shit from you. I got the whatever... Crazy edition of Castlevania, one fifty. I think I paid for it. Whatever the price was, I don't. E- it was e- easily over a year ago at this point. I don't know where the fuck that thing is. I got to reach out to him. Fuck you, limited run. Right, you should talk to the people who ordered the uh, the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World vinyl uh, part from there, because they're. I think we're going on like two years now, and they just sent some kind of like kind of like bullshit update. So. Yeah, like every once in a while, they still suck me in because it's a game I do want, but I do not go anything above the standard edition because even then you're lucky to get it within six months. You know what? Secondhand repros, at that point, emulate. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I mean, it's not a repro or anything like that because these games wouldn't have gotten a physical release anyway, but... But it is like it, it, all the games I could have gotten elsewhere. Yeah, but that's weird because it's not like Konami was going to... Yeah, that's weird with the collections, but I yeah. mean, you cornhold yourself because you wanted the shadow box. Of course. Well, I mean, I liked all... Here's the deal. I am a sucker, having never gotten anything from them. I didn't know. Like, I know they said could take up to six months. Oh. So I was like, oh. Asterix, asterix for the standard edition. Yeah, so I'm just like, okay. Like, I learned my lesson. Like, Jim, there, since then, there's been games I've seen on there that I go, ooh, I kind of like this. And I say, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. So, now, I mean, here's what you have to do with limited run. Step one, not besides buy. never not buy. <laughs> Step one, do not go anything over the single. Uh, what do you call it? The Regular standard edition. edition. Yeah. Step two, 
if you want to get it within any kind of decent time frame, don't do bulk orders. Don't do like bundled yeah. together because they won't ship until all the games are ready. Mm. So you might be like me and get cornholed with like you order Celeste and then eventually they're like, oh, where you have to delay because we're adding in all the extra content that they put so you can have the full experience, whatever, which cool, but it also delayed even a standard edition by like an extra year and a half. So by the time I got my bundle of a couple games, I A, forgot I ordered half of them and B, I didn't even fucking care about them anymore. So so what's immoral, Jim? Don't buy from them. There you go. Don't buy from any of them. Or, them super limited limited rare i mean there's a ton of them some are better than others but know that there's always a risk of being cornholed with them yeah i don't like it just go with the amico the trusted system that is <laughs> right because where you can play real cornhole it's a good transition i'll give you that <laughs> i so. will give you that <laughs> fuck <laughs> Jim's like, I'm so pissed off now. I, I can't say that was a good luck. I can't say anything about it. And I hate you. I hate your guts. But I got to deal with this shit. <laughs> but no, good question. Because I'm sure all of us collectors out there, we have got us some many, oh. many regrets. Yeah. And we want to hear from you guys. What are some remorse stories you have? Yep. And uh, from Burn Retinas. Comedians were used to broaden the appeal of games in the 90s. Like Phil Hartman as Blasto and Dana Gould as Gex. Games got super mainstream, and they stopped doing this. Any comics you'd like to hear cast in games nowadays? I don't know about specific comics versus, like, I feel like nowadays, actually, we get bombarded with celebrity camos. You get celebrity cameos, but you don't get, like, comedians thrown in there. Here's my question. I mean... It's tough. It, it's, always, it's always riskier with comedians. It's riskier. Someone could get a, you know, their panties in a bunch about something they say. Yeah, so you deserved or not? You'd have you to, to go with kind of like a boring comic like John Mulaney or like Sebastian Maniscalco, where you're like, oh, he's they're safe, or like Jim Gaffigan. But yeah, but here's the deal: is the only way a comedian works is if you give us uh, like original character. Like I don't just want to hear them in like Call of Duty or something it would be interesting that would be weird it would be weird but here's the i'm uh, louis ck in the next call of duty exactly bagging a guy you jerk off on him <laughs> damn damn it yeah something to that effect like if you're going to use a comedian use it all the way give us over the top um i feel like it's more likely you'll see a comedian like kevin hart in Fortnite, and they'll use some of his like you know, voiceovers and shit. Right. Amy Schumer in The Next Life is Strange. I'll reserve what <laughs> I was about. No, I was about to say something, but I won't. Um, yeah, I, I I like the idea what you're going with there, Mike, but mm, I'm trying to That's think. That's tough because like, stand-up comedy is a dead art at this point, too. Mm, I don't know about that. Nah, I, mean, I mean, you don't follow. There, there's, there's no one new who's been really like. Well, once again, you don't follow comedy at all, though. I used to follow the fuck out of comedy. What did you start that sentence with? Well, yes, used to. That's my point. I'm just saying. I'm saying, like, you not liking it doesn't mean it's dead. I'm saying still. What? You still Ali have, Wong? You Chris Delia, You still have Bill Burr, Chappelle. Yeah, Ch Bill Burr is from 20 years ago. So is Chappelle. Have you seen any of our latest stand-up yeah. specials? Yes, I have. Did you like them? Yeah. Then what are you talking about? You're but I'm talking about me. new stars. I'm talking about like you, you're not going to live off the angel ones forever. Eventually they die yeah. or get canceled and then no one likes them anymore. And then fucking who's left? Who, who's new? Who's the newest comedian you think had a good special? Andrew Santino. All right. I'll have to look that up. I don't know who that is. I think he was good. Um, I mean, oh, uh, Chris Stefano. Yeah, he's all right. And Tim Dillon. Okay. I do like Tim Dillon. So. See? See? So fuck yourself. <laughs> Go play Cornell Hole. <laughs> Maybe I will. I'll no, do that in Finnegan Fox. I'll have but that, you know. But that's my point. Is like, even if you use a new up and coming, I you have to kind of like I don't want you creating a game around them, but you need a wacky enough character you could shoehorn them in there, and then it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. I don't know if it would ever make me want to buy a game. Like I didn't buy Gex because of who was voicing him. In other words, yeah, true. So it, it's it's a it's a tough thing, but like I said, I'm also at the point where so many games I feel like are getting voiced by celebrities, putting aside just a fact of stand-ups, 
So, yeah, it's a weird one. But as Jim said, everyone's so sensitive now that a game company is probably not willing unless you're super clean and super safe. Yeah, I mean, even like, what was it, ukulele, I think, even when they wanted to have JonTron in. Uh, mm-hmm. That's uh, unfortunately when he fell down his little rabbit hole on r slash pole and whoops. But uh, yeah, so that ended. But yeah, I mean, everything's kind of reversed these days with whoever you get. Yeah. Got to keep it safe and milk toast. I would, well, it would almost be impossible. I'd like to see a video game about stand up comedy. I don't know how the fuck you do it. At I mean, all. people make games out of everything. So that's I guess my it's point. Possible. Like, we fucking have a, a go, uh, bumper car game from Burger King. So. Why not to stand? I mean, it doesn't mean it makes so- it a good game, though. Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's good. You got to be good too. Shit. You know what? Just make it. Have actual comedians write stuff for it, but let them be as edgy as they want. Cult classic. There you go. No, oh, that, that's one way you can put it. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, that's that's actually interesting. I would love to. It's a good question. Yeah, because like back in the day, man, you could just turn on like Comedy Central presents and like. No matter who you threw on there, like it, you could at least get some chuckles out of it. Oh yeah. And then after a while, man, that that diminishing returns just fell off a fucking cliff. Like it's also weird now. Like I don't know if you listen to like someone like Andrew Schultz, but like so many comedians. Like first it was like, oh, the Netflix special was the big thing. After like originally HBO, right? Then it was like, oh, Comedy Central. Like you said, you can kind of catch. Then it was like the Netflix special. Then they seemed to give it to fucking everyone. And when Amy, they, they did give it to everyone. When she got mad that people downvoted her, they got rid of that button. And you're like, what the fuck? And now it's like some of the funnier up and coming ones seem to be just releasing directly to YouTube. They're like, well, I, I'm tired of trying to go through them. Like I like Tom Segura too. So yeah, it's, Tom, it's man. Tom Segura is. I like him. He's funny. That man's a miracle worker because he can make a Burke Kreischer podcast listenable. Oh, dude. I can't fucking stand Burke Kreischer. So here's the deal. He's unlistenable <laughs> unless it's with goddamn Tom Segura that, holding well, that, him up. That's the thing is Two Bears, One Cave I can listen to. I've never listened to a single by itself episode of- Mom's Basement or whatever? Um, or no, Burkcast. Burkcast. No, your mom's house, him and uh, his wife, Christina P., like I love because they're like a clip show. They're but again, like, his wife's podcast on its own is nigh unlistenable too. I didn't even know she. Ha- well, I, I think she oh, does that oh, one. Oh, she yeah. does. Yeah, but like, yeah, Tom Segura. He is the like, hey, he's a businessman. Like the dude makes money. Like it ain't nothing. But yeah, man, I I I enjoy him. But yeah, like I said, it, it's a good point where there's probably just an oversaturation oversaturation of comics at this point. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Jim, you just missed the days of Dane Cook. I missed the day. Uh, David Tell needs to start doing more specials and CDs again. He ain't going to do it. He, no, he's perfectly happy just doing the Comedy Cellar in New York and shit like that and doing yeah. you know tours. And, hey, I've seen him before. He's fucking great. But I just I just miss him doing a little more. Of course. But that's like. But if you make your money doing what you like, then. You know, you're also like. David, why, why go through the trouble? Yeah. And David Tell is. The reason you like David Tell is because he is a David Tell. If he was willing to do more. He wouldn't be himself. Yeah, it's true, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like why I gave up Insomniac. Yeah. He was like, yeah, too many people recognize me, so it ruined the show. It's like, oh, <laughs> all right. You're like, damn it. I guess I guess you got a point. Uh, but no, Mike, that was a, that was a great question, though. Yeah. Thanks, bud. As of now? Yep. That wraps up the Patreon questions this week. So once again, thank you to all of our patrons out there. Once again, if you want to ask us a question, hit the link below to Patreon. Check out all of our stuff where you can get game review requests, access to bonus episodes, use our comment section or our descriptions as a billboard for your content, blah, 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 all the good stuff below. Yep. All right, Chambers. So what do we got next? Um, all right. So on to the topics. So we've been following PlayStation Plus and all the new tiers and everything like that for the past couple of weeks. So there was a um, new bit of info yeah. that came out about PlayStation Plus Premium, which is going to be the top of the line one. It's the one that's going to be like fifteen bucks a month or a hundred some bucks a year. Um, they put this article comes from Metro, so it's in British pounds. So I'm not doing any conversion in my head. Screw that. I think it was like 120, 130 a year in US yeah. dollars. So yeah, this is the top of the line service with all like the backwards compatible games and all that shit. I guess they noticed that people were kind of complaining about it, or just a bit. They had us in the pocket. So. 
Sony apparently is going to force all full price games to have demos on PS Plus uh, Premium. So the long and short of it is any game that comes to PlayStation Plus Premium that costs more than 34 pounds. So I guess that's like 40 bucks. Yeah, something like that. An American prize, something like that. So around that thing has to have a two hour demo on it to be able to be put on. Like this is all new games. Yeah. So that's like a ballsy move in my mind. It's ballsy. And also we talked about this whole idea of like demos. Also, the demos have have to at least be up for 12 months unless you have some kind of back deal to longer or shorter. I don't know. But here's Pro- my question. Like anything else, will give preferential treatment to the big names and shit. So. You and I talked about this. Who gives a fuck about demos? I, granted, I've never like played a demo of a game that I didn't already intend to buy. And I only play demos when it's actually not directly like like I, I play the Resident Evil demos when they were they're not directly knockoffs of the game. They give you an idea of what the game's about. Right. If this is just straight demos So possibly a demonstration of what you'd be playing. Right. But most demos these days are actual here's like the first level of the game. No thrills, no, like it's it's exactly the same thing. Whereas the other demos like if the demo is done right, I understand it, but I feel like the demos they're referring to is more like what I'm talking about. Like, just let someone play the game for an hour or two, and all it is is the levels in the game. I mean, I guess at that point it's Dior's choice. I'm sure most devs will just go that route because he wants to put the extra effort out there to make you know a unique demo experience for something. Yeah. Now, then again, depends on how far into the cycle you are and shit like that. I'm sure it's something going to have to pad out. But to your point, I mean, I'll give you an example of a game that I did a demo of with no intention. Where I didn't know if I had an intention to buy it or not. That Bound Wonderland. And I fucking hated the demo. And I didn't <laughs> buy the game. And thank God. And we're actually going to get to that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's a lost start because most game companies try to not do demos because... That's going to be lost sales if the game's shitty. So if they make any game over 40 bucks, have to have a two-hour demo, oops. I mean, well, is it going to be like, are games going to start to step their game up? Are games going to not release for the PlayStation systems? I mean, there's a lot of exclusives already going on Xbox. Right. I mean, you could be like, well, fuck PlayStation. I'm not doing that extra work. But there's a hundred some million PS4s in the world That's and PS5 selling out the ass. So you want to be on the big console. It is still the biggest. So I, I don't know. I, I it, it's weird. I now to your point about who cares, like our generation is the one that's more likely to give a shit about demos. Kids didn't grow up with demos. So they're gonna be like, ah, oh, demo. Oh, cool. I guess. Well, it's also weird because when I think of demos, I enjoyed, I actually think of PlayStation one and the demo discs. And they were yeah. some of the most like most played things I did over and over. Like I still had that yellow tie dye one that had whatever thirty games on it, and those were so great. That my, my favorite of all time will always be Resident Evil Two and the Resident Evil Director's Cut, and replaying that over and over to Kendo's Gun Shop, and like I couldn't wait for the game. So they're good when you can give a demo so early. Like, if you could do that, if you could say, whatever, next Resident Evil, here's a demo of the future Resident Evil, it gets you hyped for the next game, that would make sense. Right. But if it's like, just play a demo of a game that's already available, most people already know what they want to buy. Yeah, in theory. I I think there's just more educated buyers nowadays than we were, for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not as in the dark because there's so much information out there now. That's what I mean. You can watch an entire video of the game and be like, yeah, that looks like something I'd like. Or yeah. just gameplay. So, yeah, I think you are a little more educated when you p- purchase a game. So demos are kind of obsolete. Unless you really need to be like, this control better be crisp. Then again, who knows? Maybe it'll open your eyes to something you didn't think you'd want to do. Maybe you want to get your money's worth out of your PlayStation Plus and you just scroll through like all the demos and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. T- I mean, I don't think that's going to heal the anger of the people with the PlayStation pricing right now. Um, especially because my concern with PlayStation is they seem to be boycotting or trying to bogard people who are just trying to get like PS Now and PS Plus, and they know if somebody like if say I buy that tomorrow PS Plus, right? 
I'm locked into that price for a year. They're trying to stop those transactions now, so you have to go for the new ones. Go for the new one, which you get it from a business point, but it's also like don't be shitty to your fan base. Yeah, it's Corey and Holly. It's like it's like Sega taking down all the classic uploads of the Sonic games coming out in that Origins collection just because of the Origins collection. So you know, shitty move. I think it was worth you know a full segment, but you know, shitty second move. Well, here's the deal. I'm weirded out by like, why are these demos timed? Like, why not just leave them up there? You know, I get, oh, well, I don't get that either. Blood, blood, but shut up. No one cares. I, I don't get that either, but I do want to talk about the, <laughs> the Sonic thing. <laughs> what the fuck? Here's the deal. I've never accused Sega of being an amazing business as of late, but this could, seem- you, could you say ever probably couldn't even say ever i mean this track record. seems like a incredibly this is like they are just like what would nintendo do in this situation and they're copying them i i, I, I mean what is the per like other than trying the, the, to the dr- purpose is to drive buys towards a new game no no i i'm saying i know that but do are they so are are they so fucking stupid that they don't realize the public backlash <clears throat> of Say you and I were potential, like, we might get this. Right. Seeing this could be just enough to be like, fuck them. And it's funny, too, because, like, there, are, it, it, there's, you know, different things you never think about. Because, like, the speedrunning community is super pissed about this. Because they're special, you know, they've learned all the tricks. They've learned all the inside-outs of these versions and shit like that. Yeah. And I think for 1 and 2, they're already basically remastered and ported from, like, the mobile phones, which were, like, the first versions of the remaster. Like, I have a 3DS Sega collection that has, like, basically the remaster of Sonic 1. Yeah. It's in widescreen. You can do the spin dash and all that shit. So, like, it's kind of already there. So, yeah, it's just, like, I get why they're doing it, but it is a shrewd dick business move. But this getting delisted is only... Now, it doesn't hit Sonic 3 and especially not 3 and Knuckles combined because that doesn't exist. So Well, but I was going to say, like, but even on the other games, like... If you have it though, it's not like it. You can't play it anymore, right? It's kind of like the same thing. I, I, I don't. Yeah, they're not. I don't think they were gonna rip it off your systems like Konami. That's like, that's right. But I'm, if you like delete it, you can't like, or you can re-download it, but you'll never be able to like rebuy it or anything. Yeah. So it's kind of the same argument as the Wii Shop, right? Yeah, it's like when the Wii Shop closed the Virtual Console down and all the other bullshit. So, you know, if you want them, buy them now. I don't even know if they're gone by now already or whatever. So, and it, <laughs> it's just. Man, fucking... So, speaking of goddamn Sega and Sonic, and, of course, this uh, whole delisting thing. So, Polygon, of course, had to be Polygon. And, of course, then being, quote-unquote, game journalists, they had to do a, an article about it. And then being, quote-unquote, game journalists in 2022, they had to make a clickbaity headline for it. So, their headline, Sega delisting the only good Sonic games in May. Which brings us to our Gamers Mad for this week. It's been a little oh. while. And oh, with the Gamers Mad! Well, here's the deal. I was, because I'm probably not... And really not even gamers, just Sonic fans. They just Sonic so fans. They're so easy to rile up. But here's the deal. I did find it odd when we ran some of our polls. Like, I knew Sonic 3 was big. But I think people like make it seem like Sonic 3 erases Sonic 1 and 2 altogether. Like, those games aren't good at all. They, a, a lot of them do. But I don't believe... Like, I mean, I still think those People are, are very forgiving of 2. Sonic 1, people have a lot of problems with, unless you have, like, a ton of nostalgia like I do. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And but it's got its flaws. It's got its flaws. But Sonic, I mean... If you looked at Sonic across the whole franchise, it's not looking good for the little blue guy. He's right. I, I mean, how many games? It, just off top, of everyone head. Lo- everyone goes back and it's like, oh no, Sonic R is actually good. Mm. Um, Sonic 3D Blast is actually good. Mm. Yeah, I Sonic mean, Pinball is good. So, <laughs> eh. I mean, Sonic Adventure One and Two were good for their time. Try to go back to them now, eh. and then let's not even get into the whole Wii era that everyone fucking hated. So, I just and hey, even for me, like I tried to give the newer ones a chance. I played Generations. I was like, oh, I hear this is the best one in the decade and a half. I played it, I went, eh, it was all right. Sonic Mania came out. I was super hyped for it. I played it, and I went, eh, I've been here. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm at the point where, like, 
I just am not a guy who enjoys like these cinematic platformers. Like they can be well made, and I'll admit they're well made, for, you know, for the good ones. Yeah, but they just don't interest me. Hmm. So even then, like I play these, and I'm just like, eh, okay. Like I was playing that Freedom Planet for a bit. Great love letter to the Sonic games. Very well made. I quit pretty easy in or pretty quickly because I was just bored. Here's my question. Might be a little controversial, Jim. Is it possible the Sonic phenomenon was a little bit of a flash in the pan with just the Genesis? Sonic is the weirdest phenomenon in the world because they like man, like <laughs> I don't even think wrestling is as forgiving as goddamn Sonic is. As far as fan bases, yeah. Go. I mean, here's the deal: if you're being completely honest with yourself, even as a Sonic fan, not trying to defend it to death, they won't be. They won't be. <clears throat> Sonic. Sonic existed as a competitor to Mario, not Super Mario. You know, like not saying that it wasn't a good game, had great soundtracks. Those first three games, like you're like, holy shit, this is real competition. But like, once the formula was done. Yeah, like, can we just admit that after that point, wasn't that good? Not, not. I wouldn't go as far as say bad, but I, the majority of them are just painfully average. Yeah, I, I and like, look, I mean, I, I can't say for sure about how like fully advanced or you know, Adventure One and Two hold up because I really not haven't played them except for like a couple minutes here and there. Like I'll say, they're like you'll randomly stumble across like some gems, like Sonic Advance on the Game Boy Advance. I was shocked by how much I thought that was a good game. Jim, here's the question: I put it into B tier. No, 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 no. What I'm what I'm trying to say is, is are we at the point where we could just admit the lore of Sonic and the myth between the show and even now the movies are better than the games? I, and I, I'm I'm throwing some crazy shit out there. I know yeah, there's I, you. You might not be that far off because if you talk to the Sonic, like the fanatics, they're gonna talk your head off about, about. like the Archie comics yeah. or about like not even like the Sonic cartoons we know of. Like not even talking about like you know Saturday Morning or Adventures or Sonic X. Mm -hmm. They're gonna talk about fucking Sonic Underworld. All right, uh, you know. And then you got the movies for the more mainstream thing. I'm just saying, like... He might work better in other mediums than that's, as a game. That's my only point. I'm, I'm so, The 3D ones play themselves. I'm sorry. They fucking play themselves. I know that's the meme and everyone goes, no, they don't actually play themselves. You have to shut up. Especially with the later ones where you can just super dash through everything. Like, they, they play themselves. They're flashy, but they're not that fun. I, you know, I think you need it, Sonic, for the time as a legit competitor to to Super Mario and a good launch thing for the Genesis. Yeah, no, and and he has a good number of great games, more bad games than good. I, I think if you if you say he doesn't have more bad games than good, you're lying to yourself. Well yeah. I, but when he hits, he hits very hard. But but this but here's here's the deal. If I'm doing devil's advocate Polygon with this fucking article I believe I almost respect it, and I hate Polygon. I, well, but no, no, no. I see I, that. And I was like, I, "That's fucking funny." I don't even fully think this is clickbait. The way I've seen no, it is no, no, wait, wait. But listen to me. The way I've seen journalists and people, I think this guy may believe these are the only good Sonic games. Like, like I think people like whenever you, when I'm sorry when I see people's top ten lists anymore, number one they're 100% pandering to whatever the most popular new game is. Like how many things I see Elden Ring like monsters like top ten best bosses ever, and it's if I see a game that's come out in this past year, I'm like shut the fuck up, you're just doing it for that. But then again, we're not we're thinking of as people that have nostalgia. Whoever wrote this article may or may not, and they really could have that opinion. There could be something to be said about that, Jim. One asshole's opinion. It would be like you writing an article. Oh, I would <laughs> clickbait the shit out of it. Uh, but my point is, you could also Maybe. you could also put your legit why the Turbo Graphics 16 is better than Super NES. I could see you writing some dumb shit like that. And in your heart of hearts, thinking you were actually telling the truth. 
Do you enjoy actual games and not RPGs? Well, the Turbo Graphics is for you. There That's you my, go. And you know, I could see in a diluted mind, you might actually believe that. Of course, I'm biased and think everyone is doing clickbaity shit. I'm just saying there is a possibility because oh, Brian, there are it, some terrible opinions. Out no, there. there is definitely some truth in their thought process here. Mm-hmm. But it was also as clickbaity as can be. Sure. This, but like it's uh, it's like fish in a barrel at this point for Polygon because people already hate Polygon. We hate Polygon, but people already hate Polygon, and the Sonic fan base is one of the most <laughs> easily triggered fan bases who's, in the world. Who's worse, them or Atari fan base? Sonic. Think so? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I would be curious. What is the most... Because you know what it is? Sonic is more far-reaching and more cross-generational. Yeah. Atari, you're talking about people in their 50s. Yeah, and they're all dead almost, so... (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) Not entirely wrong. So, yeah. It just makes me think, like, what is the most soft gaming fan fandom out there there's a lot i feel like it's ultimately going to be something nintendo you would think that just maybe, because maybe zelda? You, t- you talk about far reaching like i feel like that's the part of this i mean you could say zelda but zelda does have more good games than bad so they have that going for them uh maybe some rpg franchise probably possibly I wonder who's more hardcore, like the current Final Fantasy fans or the 3D Sonic fans, who's more like dead fast in their, you know, love of their games that are generally derided. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Tough one, Jim. Interesting. You tell me below, Jim. You didn't know this was a philosophical podcast. This this became very philosophical out of nowhere. <laughs> actually, very Sonic heavy this week because, speaking of Sonic. Poor, poor Yuji Naka. So he was, I, I, I mean, some Sonic fans are already pissed off at me. So he's like, <laughs> but he was like, you know, one of the heads behind the original Sonic the Hedgehog. And as I already mentioned earlier, he was the guy behind our good favorite game, Balan Wonderworld. So, <laughs> so out of nowhere last week, he drops this huge string of tweets. And, of course, it was in, uh, I was like, oh, this is spicy. It's about, like, you know, him suing Square Enix and, like, you know, having this pro- all these problems. And it was all in Japanese. And, like, I had to keep going back and forth between Google Translate. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm not doing this. But then someone finally, he decided to re-upload it translated, thankfully. So, and he basically goes through the thing of, like, how they were going through the whole process. Like, we'll leave links below like we always do. The long and short, like, I could read it all, but it's a lot of spaghetti. So, the long and short of it is he was working on it. And then, like, with six months left to go or something like that, he got fired as director. And the producers came, and, like, he had problems with it where, like, they were getting some YouTuber to do the score, and they were putting the music out there, and he wanted, like, original tracks and not just arranged music. And things were, like, he was saying basically, like, no, the game's not finished. Like, it's still bad. Don't put it out there. And the producers were like, oh, we're on a time crunch. And, like, you know... They did that whole Japanese, uh, you know, for honor thing of with the rallying up the troops, <laughs> for honor, uh, rallying up the troops and like being like, ah, oh, we're gonna hit this deadline. It was gonna be a great game, and all the workers were like, yay! And Yuji Naka's going, no, because he knows <laughs> it's not in his hands. It's in the hands of the producer. And actually, like a cool piece of this is what I didn't know is that he was working on Sign the Hedgehog right until it fucking released, basically. Mm. And he talked about how like. It's a game producer director's job to like keep working on it until it like you know goes gold and gets pressed, because even until maybe two months or maybe two weeks, I forget the exact. Like they didn't add in that gimmick of as long as you have one ring, you won't die. That was a super late addition as yeah. a quality of life improvement. So I still don't think like so after all this. So there is so much fuckery from Square Enix, and he actually was in a lawsuit about it. that's why he didn't say anything for over a year. And the game's been trashed mm. with with good reason, because it's a very flawed game. Like I said, I only played the demo, but from everything I saw, they didn't improve anything since the demo. Like he wanted a nice game where that was accessible to everyone. A one, I think the big problem was the one button control scheme, basically that he wanted to implement, and you know all the different gimmick, uh, you know masks and powers you could have and shit like that for different puzzles. I, I, could it have been a better game? Probably. Do I think it would have turned out to be a great game? Still probably not, but 
it does suck that since he has no rights to it either, like he like profusely apologizes for like the last four tweets being like, I'm sorry. I would love to finish this. I would love to fix this, but I don't own it. So I don't think it'll ever be fixed. And it's not the game I wanted. You didn't tell me he was friends with Tommy Tallarico with his terrible ideas. Bry. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Jim. What? I don't think he's friends with Tommy. For all I know, he could be. You know, you don't know how these guys work. I mean, get your shit together. Everything doesn't need to be. There's there's plenty of family friendly out there. You don't need to be the next one. I mean, like. like do, do you need to be the next one? You don't need to be, but if you make a good game, you make a good game. But he didn't. But so <laughs> true, but he was fucked with. Now, I will say if you've been developing it for so long and then, you know, with only a couple months left, it's still, you know, a hunk of shit. Chances are it was I like I still like I said, I don't think it was going to be that great of a game anyway, even if it was fully finished, but it probably would have been better than it was. Well, stop racking discipline. <laughs> damn it. Damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel bad for the guy. I still don't think it would have been. You know, I don't think it would have been a home run, but it probably would have been better than the absolute shit we got. The only thing I feel I, bad for anyone who spent full price on it. I feel bad if it's a true passion project and he had his whole true desires and not just like a quick cash grab in mind. No, I mean this was not a cash grab for him. So I, that's the piece I do feel bad. By the other time, make better games, hire comedians. <laughs> Jesus, that's all I'm gonna say. Oh, no, Sympathy Brian. Add it again. <laughs> Listen, Jim. There's uh, plenty of game developer developers that fail. He's just another one. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Ooh, Brian, stirring that pot. <laughs> Talking about clickbait. <laughs> like and subscribe. Leave your comment below and help our algorithm with how much we are wrong about 3D Sonic and Yuji Naka's legacy. <sighs> God damn it, Jim. Yeah, I want to hear your thoughts on it. Am I being too mean? Or is it honest? Yeah, I mean, it's on. <laughs> I would actually like to see you at least play the demo and be like, ugh. I'll... What do you have it on? Switch? I did it on Switch, but I think the demo's on everything. If the demo's still around, it should be on everything. If the demo's around, I'll try it. Yeah, I'll never tell you to pay for it, obviously. I, I will. I And you know what? You can say many things about me. I will give a fair shake to anything. I don't care how I feel about it going in. I'll give a fair shake. Yeah, because like when I played the demo, I said the first level I absolutely hated, and then they gave you two stages of two other levels, and I was like, oh, this is a little bit better. So who knows? Maybe it did get better. Maybe it was welcome. I don't know because I am never going to buy it, but hmm. I'd like to see your thoughts on at least a demo. Yeah, I'll try it out. Probably sucks, but I'll try it out. Probably does. <laughs> All right, Chambers. So I got another which is worse. And you know what? I also have a hypothetical, so I kind of have two things here. Oh, good. But here's the deal. We answer them kind of fast, but you know me. <laughs> Left to my own devices, I'll ask a million hypotheticals. I'm just glad you haven't dipped into those like depths of like the TikTok hypotheticals, like the impossible ones. The ones that are like, would you fuck your mom to save your kid's life? Oh, yeah. I. You know what's funny is the typical... Which the more you think about that question, you go, ah, ah. No, that's awful. <laughs> um, I won't go there. I won't go that range, but I would do something like who's someone you find the most disgusting. And I'll find the area. It's like, will you bang them for 10 billion? Like, yeah. like I'll get, I want to find what that price point is of like something like you don't that. Ask me. Yeah, I know. Oh, I said $10. Yep. What? <laughs> yeah, 10 bucks. So that's where, all right. So the first thing, the witch is worse. And you've seen my theme with this. Oh, I have. You know, hey, I want to see which one you really dislike. So what would be worse? From this point forward, think of whatever you truly feel is the worst controller ever. Okay. So a terrible D-pad. Think very sticky. I want like third-party buttons that sometimes are a little too sticky on the A and B button. Ooh. Because <clears throat> I, I was just going to jump to ColecoVision, but... Okay, even ColecoVision. Stick with that. Because yeah. I didn't want to take it right in the direction of like keyboard and mouse. I just want to say whatever games you're ever going to play on any system, the D-pad is going to be a little too stiff for you. Mm -hmm. And this, the buttons are going to be a little too... You know that stickiness that sometimes they get? Oh, Bri. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I know. 
But, excuse me, here's a caveat. If you take this option with the terrible control controller you have to use, you have access to any game ever. Okay. So not that you can resell physical copies, but for one reason or another, you have a magic box, any game you ever want to play. So a mister. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Or you have access to any alcohol that you never have to pay for. But someone you don't know has to take the first sip of every drink you drink. (laughs) And they have wet lips. Oh! (laughs) But... You never have to pay for alcohol, but and you have to sip from the same spot, so you can't turn the glass. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck <laughs> did you think of this? Um, remember when when I stood here as we were recording and I laughed as we were changing the battery <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I was going to say, you didn't lick my goddamn glass. No, no. What I was thinking of for some reason, fucking we, were, we, we were talking comedians, and I thought of the, the Kevin Hart joke of the bum bump, of the bum rubbing your lip, and, uh, and like having a wet finger to it. Uh, and for some reason, us talking comedians, I don't, I you know, my mind is fucked up as it is, so I connect weird things. So somehow, I knew I, the controller one. I was like, oh, okay, I need to make it good. So it's like, hey, you either get access to every game you want, but just basically the worst control controller you've ever experienced, uh, or free alcohol and anything you want. That could be the most expensive beers out there, Jim. Uh, we just got to get that. Uh... Now, you know what? How about this? I'll even caveat it with you won't get anything life-threatening from these people. Now, w- uh, might you pop a cold sore here and there? Sure. But it's free alcohol for life, and it's whatever you want. <laughs> Why does everything make me... I have a reason. I have a reason. Right. Even though every episode of the show as it goes on, I just sound like more and more of an alcoholic. I'm where, going where there's smoke, there's fire, Jim. Nah, well, you know. I'm going with the controller. And the reason for that is because of my history as a smoker. Because any smoker out there will know. Whenever you're smoking, smoking weed, smoking a cigarette, bumming, sharing, passing around, cigar, there is going to be that one piece of shit who is a wet mouth motherfucker <laughs> who can't just go and stick the whole goddamn thing in like a baby bottle's nipple. Mm-hmm. And they wet this shit out of the entire tip. They ruin it for everyone else. And it's fucking disgusting. Well, stop sharing. Well, I can't mean, stop sharing. But then again, when you're sharing, it's because you don't have money, so you have to share. Like True. That. Yeah. So. You're going controller. I'm going controller because I've lived through the wet mouth. And the wet mouth grosses me out. And you know what else? My fucking wife. So <laughs> one time, and if she's listening, she'll know exactly what I'm going to talk about. So early on into us being together, she decides she's going to be a little Miss Funny. And she's going to fuck with me while we're in the car. So I'm driving down major interstate, as I do, because I'm the driver. Yep. So we're sharing a snack, little snack. We're sharing a bag of Doritos. So oh, I think I know where this is going. As we're, as we're driving, I'm like, hey, give me a chip. She's like, okay, here you go. Gives me the chip. I'm like, eh, a little off. <laughs> driving a little more. <laughs> give me a chip. Another chip. A little <laughs> off. So I'm like, yeah, something... A little fucked up with these chips in his bag. She's like, really? I haven't noticed. So we're going along. And I look out the corner of my eye, risking life and limb for my own gratification. And I see her going, eh? lick. giving it a lick and then handing it to me. And I'm going, what the fuck are you doing? And she just starts peeing herself laughing. And you Because she knew she was fucking with me. You still married her. I mean, if... <laughs> I know. Done done worse. <laughs> so done worse with the mouth with her, so. All right, Chambers. Let me let me add But I still bring that up to this day. That and when that bitch we were we got soft pretzels. <laughs> I love you, honey. But you know that when we have soft pretzels and I say, Can you give me a piece? You do not hand me a soft pretzel with a big <laughs> chunk eaten out of the middle of it. That's Aww. where the best part of the goddamn soft pretzel is. Yep. You piece of shit. <laughs> All right, Jim. So let me add a little 
Let me add a little, a little marriage counseling into this uh, alcoholism of mine. Let me add a little, little addendum to my piece then. Same deal with the beer or, or alcohol, I'll say. Share drinks. Um, or yet the perfect controller. Any game you want. All right. But every time you load it up, same random person or person, it doesn't matter. Licks their finger and rubs it across your lip right before you start up the game. <laughs> now here's the deal. Maybe they're a supermodel, Jim. I said random person. I didn't just say necessarily disgusting person. Look. But like you go, oh, Streets of Rage. Someone goes, Bleh. boop. <laughs> I mean, if I'm not getting sick off of it, I guess I'll take I it. said you're not getting deathly ill. Could you, you know, you might, okay, so you can. Can something treatable? Anything treatable? Nothing that's going to. Nothing permanent? You'll never go in the hospital. I promise that. <laughs> you'll never go in the hospital. Uh, that's that's a fine the ointment there, then. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm still going sticky controller, then. <laughs> no, no, you, you have perfect controller now. No, as, I know, but, but, if, but now if as the a, options are <laughs> sticky controller, any game, or a free booze, but got to lick this, the lick spot. Or perfect controller, any game, and uh, whoop. Oh, no, no. You don't have the option for sticky controller. That's off the table. Wait, but that's off the table. That's why I said there's an addendum. Do you know oh. what an addendum is? Yes, I know all so about addendums. So I got rid of the sticky. You are, okay. You're all right, I didn't know that it was the closet you're replacing. Yes. I didn't know it was a replacement. I thought it was yeah. an addendum where you're just adding to you're, the agreement. You're no longer sticky. You're Look, all right, wet. I've read my agreements, goddammit. <laughs> you're no longer sticky. You're wet now. Either way, you're getting, you're getting what you, you don't want. <laughs> Hence the addendum. But you're getting, you're getting free games and free booze, Jim. You win. <laughs> well, I guess if I'm getting sick anyway, I guess I might as well get drunk while I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, and at least it's not. Because at least for half my day, I won't have to realize how sick I am. Uh, Jim, it's basically the equivalent of, you know, you're getting the secondhand wetness of the glass versus directly put on your lip. <sighs> you're welcome. <laughs> booze me. <laughs> I like You it. know what? Give me the booze because there is a slight chance the alcohol will kill some of it. Of course. Yeah. So there we go. Give me the booze. There you go. <laughs> so, Brian, back to you for your two caveats there. <sighs> Shitty controller, sticky glass? Yeah, I'm going I'm with? definitely going sticky or sticky controller. Right, Just because yeah, I I don't even like you know what's a big pet peeve of mine when you sit down on toilet seat and it's still warm? Oh, that <laughs> pisses me off so much and I feel the same way like I've caught glimpse of like now here's the deal. I'm a germaphobe to a degree. Like I'm fine. Like I for most part, I'll be like, hey, try this drink. But I'm also like, don't use my straw. Right. I'm saying just try my drink. I don't even care if you sip out of the same glass, but I'm gonna make sure I watch where you sipped and I'm gonna sip the opposite side. Um so yeah, sticky controller. If it's the other one, fuck. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. I there's a mentality of <laughs> I would also just never play games because I'd be like I'm about to be on my Xbox and someone's sitting there like <laughs> I'd be like God damn it no I don't want to play PUBG right now. The random person they will make it extra slabbery. You see that yeah. little globule hanging yeah, off. Yeah, I don't I don't need that. So I'm gonna throw up. I'm <laughs> I'm going with the beer. <laughs> All right, Jim. Thank you, Brian. But I'm gonna switch this on. God here. damn it! Enough. No, no, no. It, this is a nice one. This is I, what I hope would be a hard choice for you. All right. So what is your number one, call it celebrity, wrestler, movie star, or singer, whatever, crush? Probably still Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. Okay. Yeah. You and your wife have an agreement. Rosario's into you. As much as you want. But once a month, 
You and Rosario can do whatever your heart's content is. Or whatever video game you ever want in full closing box edition. Now, you can't turn around and say, I'm going to buy the, like, I can sell them for your personal collection. What are you going with, Jim? And your wife is completely okay with it. See, I need to caveat that again. It's <laughs> all I'm saying. See, Bri, luckily, <laughs> we're living in fantasy land here. It's, hey, I went from... I, see, because women can say whatever they want, Bri. They can say they're fine with it. It, it, but it, there's always that little part I, in the back of their there head. There is no, whether she is or isn't, there will be zero repercussions, even in attitude department. If she wants to be mad at you on the side, she just can't show it to you. <laughs> that point fucking game you for Sammy Dawson. <laughs> I can emulate any fucking game I want to play. <laughs> can't emulate that. Look, right, 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 I can set up a VR and a flashlight and, you know, work some goddamn magic. So right, frontier remember, medicine remember, on myself. Remember, there's a, it's only once a month. Okay. Look, Bri, with me, it's going to last long, longer than 43 seconds of a month. But that's anyway. my point. So that's only once a month of 43 seconds. So in a year, you do the math. That's not even 15 minutes. So let me caveat this. Any game you want and any alcohol you want. Zary Dawson. Still going with that? Okay. Yeah. I'm proud of you. <laughs> You're not as hopeless as I, I thought. I, I thought the alcoholism would have been like, oh, free alcohol and whatever I want. Right. You're talking to Captain Keystone here. Do you think I really <laughs> fucking care if I have the alcohol that I want? But I also know you get all the Keystone you want for free. <laughs> Luckily, Keystone's cheap enough anyway that it doesn't fucking matter. So I can still get my Rosario Dawson. But the caveat is before you have your day with her, someone licks your. Licks her finger and touches your leg. That's her problem, man. <laughs> Not my problem anymore. You son of a bitch. Well, you surprised me. I thought you would go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I'm going the same exact way. What would yours be, Karen Knightley? What? Undertale or Underworld? Uh, not Karen no, no, Knightley. No, 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 no. Uh, Kate Beckinsale. Kate she, Beckinsale. No, she's not remember my top. My top was always Vita Guerrera or Alicia Cuthbert. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They were always um, up there. I actually, that was always my go-to for so long that at this point I'm like, I don't even know what they still look. I'm sure they're still, yeah. At least she's still hot. I haven't seen Vita Guerrero in a long time. She could be a whole sloppy mess. At I'm this sure point. she's great, I, and I'll take it. You know what? I'll take that. Do it for the story. Yeah, call it the story. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I can't lie. <laughs> I mean, fucking. If, if I was a single man in fucking 2022, Sonny came up to me. I'm like, you're a goddamn train wreck, but you know what? You're still Sonny. I still got to have that little notch. Jim, that worry that you had of someone touching your lip and what you'd catch? <laughs> I would be asking for the lip touch at that you point compared be... to what I'd be catching from her. Yeah. And she just killed a guy, so that's... Mm -hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, she uh, drunk drivingly killed like some 75-year-old dude. God, that's fucking terrible. Yeah, Damn she's it, an awful Jim. person. She's a train wreck. You know what? I don't care what her song says. I don't want her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give it to me for like a month ago before she killed the old guy. <laughs> so you see, Jim, I gave you a hard one, and then I softened it with a nice one. You did. <laughs> At least I didn't disappoint you there. Don't... You're, you're like, how materialistic is Jim? <laughs> Jim, you can't say I don't give you options. One final option, Jim. All right. So just, just hear me out. Speaking of blowing your load, Jesus Christ. You get any... Game and beer you want. All right. But every time you play a game, you play against me and you lose terribly. Doesn't matter the game. So for everything? Everything. Well, what's the opposite of that? Is that... What's the what's the alternative? You beat me in everything, but now everything you have to... Like, game or booze you buy, you pay five times the amount. I will gladly pay that fucking amount <laughs> to fucking guarantee my wins against you, you son of a bitch. So now what is Keystone going to cost doesn't, you? I don't fucking care. <laughs> Worth the expense. I will pay goddamn, let's see, it's like 18 bucks for a 36-pack. So, <laughs> so about 100 bucks for a 30, for a case, 100 bucks for a case of Keystone and to beat you in any game? Fuck you. I'm goddamn doing it. Easy. Slam dunk right there. <laughs> All right. Thought I'd get you with that one. <laughs> you don't know how much I hate you. 
Jim. How much bullshit you've pulled in games over the years. But Jim. Don't you fucking touch me. Jim, you beat me in a few. You and goddamn Parmenio. <laughs> I will never forgive you. But Jim, you beat me with Thanos. Barely. You had Thanos. Barely. <laughs> you couldn't feel good about it, but you beat me. Fucking defense rolls. It's <laughs> taking everything from me. Uh, <laughs> all right let's end this goddamn shit so that's gonna do it for today's episode guys we hope you enjoyed yourself please make sure if you're watching us on youtube if you haven't already subscribed hit that button hit the like leave a comment let us know what you think if you're listening to us on itunes or spotify leave us a five-star rating whatever you leave in the review we will read on this we would truly appreciate any support with that we want to say have a good night everyone and cheers cheers guys